Hello everyone, welcome to the Archives Guy podcast. Episode 8, Titanic, the unsinkable ship and its connection to Galt and the story of the Six. Before we get started, I want to dedicate this episode to all the souls lost in the sinking of the RMS Titanic, especially those whose stories have yet to be told. In this episode, I'm going to tell you a story not many people know that much about, and one of my favorite histories dealing with local history. Yep, local history. Everyone knows the history of the RMS Titanic, the great unsinkable ship that sank on its maiden voyage when on April 14, 15, 1912, it struck an iceberg in the North Atlantic Ocean. Over 1,500 lives were lost from all types of backgrounds. We all know the stories of the great ship. The Titanic leaves Southampton bound for New York on its maiden voyage. The plan was for the ship to arrive in New York on the morning of April 17th. This was a journey the ship was scheduled to take every three weeks going forward. James Cameron's Titanic gives us a realistic portrayal of first-class passengers such as John Jacob Astor IV and other wealthy individuals, and we also get a glimpse of third-class passengers who are not so well off. What not many know is that there is a connection to our own area. Among the third-class passengers were eight men of Chinese descent. One of the men may have settled in Galt after surviving the sinking. This man's name was Li Bing. I've been fascinated with this story since I was a little kid. I've researched it extensively over the years, but I never knew of any local connection. That changed in 2018 when I learned of a documentary film being made called The Six. It turns out, as I mentioned, that a Chinese survivor named Li Bing may have settled in Galt. The film will cover this uh, story along with those of the other men who survived the sinking. A quick summary of the film from the filmmakers. When RMS Titanic sank on a cold night in 1912, barely 700 people escaped with their lives. Among them were six Chinese men. Arriving in New York with the, the other survivors, the six were not met with compassion but suspicion and slander. Less than 24 hours later, they were expelled from the country, soon forgotten and lost beneath the waves of time. What became of them? The answer is the story of so many like them who travel thousands of miles from their homes in search of better lives, only to be met by hostility, hysteria, and walls at the border. The Six is an extraordinary story of survival and dignity in the face of racism and anti-immigrant policy that still reverberates today. In an epic journey that crosses continents, the Six follows an international team of investigators as they set out to uncover the truth about the Six Chinese and to right a century-old injustice. For the first time, we discover who these men really were, tracing their origins and tracking down descendants, denied access to their history. We shine light on the dark legacy of immigration policy and on the sacrifices of migrants. To give you a bit of context, there were initially eight men who sailed on the ship. They were third-class passengers working for a shipping company in the UK. A national coal strike uh, there changed their plans, and they ended up taking Titanic to New York where they would switch ships uh, to one bound for the Gulf of Mexico. There they would work uh, in and around Cuba. After that, who knows where they would end up. It wouldn't have been America, though. Beginning in 1882, Chinese were subject to the Chinese Exclusion Act in the United States, which barred any Chinese immigration to America. This was built on the 1875 Page Act, which banned Chinese women from immigrating to the country. So when I said they would uh, switch ships when arriving in the United States, states, they 
actually would not have been allowed to actually enter the country to do so. So fast forwarding to the, the time on the ship, the Titanic strikes an iceberg and begins to sink. The ship doesn't uh, have enough light floats for all passengers. A common myth is that Titanic's captain, Edward Smith, gave the order for women and children first to be evacuated to the lifeboats. In actuality, he was asked, shouldn't we get the women and children to the lifeboats? And he said, put the women and children in and lower away. This was interpreted differently by officers trying to save as many lives as possible. Some thought it meant women and children first, and when there were no others around, then men could have a seat if there were any left. Some interpreted it much more strictly as women and children only. This led to many lifeboats being launched below capacity. Because of this, it greatly affected the casualty figures. A little bit of numbers for you. 74% of women and 52% of children on board were saved but only 20% of men were. You have to remember the ship's passengers were divided into first, second, and third class. As a man, you had a significantly less chance of survival on the Titanic. A quick comparison of the stats for survival comparing um, classes. For children, 83% of first class children were saved. 100% of second class children were saved. But only 34% of third class children were saved. In terms of women, you had 97% of first-class women surviving, 86% of second-class, and only 46% of third-class. And then when you look at the men, you see that it plummets to 33% for first-class men. Only 8% of second-class men survived, and then 16% of third-class. The chances of surviving the Titanic as a man were not great, mainly due to the women and children first policy. Now, it decreases significantly depending on your class. Now, imagine you're one of these eight Chinese men on the Titanic. You're a third class, non-white man. These stats, uh, stats drop even further from there, you'd think. Now, of the eight men that boarded the ship, six of the men survived. That's 75%. That's pretty incredible. Uh, the film itself goes into more detail on the hardships and the discrimination that the men faced. So now, finally, the Cambridge connection. So the filmmakers did extensive research on all of the men, including Mr. Lee Bing. One of my friends, Julie Hamilton, was their local contact for research. They were able to locate a Lee Bing who lived on Main Street in Galt, above what have as of 2021, was the Patch Clothing Store. In the 1930s, the business where the Patch is now was called the White Rose Cafe. This Lee Bing was the manager of the cafe for seven years, and he lived in the apartment above it. So he lit, Mr. Bing lived in the area until sometime in the 1940s, and it seems to, uh, that he had left for Toronto. Now, unfortunately, there's no sign of what happened to him after that, and sadly, um, there was no way to 100% confirm that this Lee Bing was the same man who was on the Titanic. I did some more research on the story on my own and couldn't confirm it either. There is a photo of a man identified as Lee Bing taken sometime between 1909 and 1920. He looks extremely young, possibly too young to have been on the Titanic in 1912. 
It's another local mystery, I guess. Maybe when the film was released, it might help uncover another clue to solve it. That's one thing I've noticed. All it takes is one clue to open up a whole new path to solving questions, be they family history, like I mentioned in our last episode, or in stories like Lee Big, the Titanic, and Gulp. Sadly, the sixth film has been delayed for over a year due to the pandemic, but it looks like it may finally see release in China this spring. I believe it may also uh, be available to watch online at that time as well. I'm really hoping for some kind of showing of the film uh, here to tell us more of this amazing uh, tragedy, um, story of tragedy, uh, courage, and perseverance that has a small uh, connection to our community. They even got James Cameron involved. One of the deleted scenes from his um, 1997 film shows a lifeboat finding a man alive floating on a wooden door after the ship has sunk. It's believed to have been one of these six Chinese men covered in the film. I'll try and keep you posted on the progress of the sixth uh, film, uh, its release, as I think it's going to be amazing. A great tribute to the stories that never get told, unless there is someone who is passionate about their story. I want to say congratulations to Arthur Jones and Stephen Schwankert for your energy and your passion in bringing the story of these men to life. It's amazing to have a small connection to it with Mr. Bing. I hope this leads to more stories of those that died on Titanic and having their stories told. A fitting tribute to those lost on the great ship. A story that continues to fascinate us more than a century later. Thanks for listening to another great uh, episode of the uh, Archives Guy podcast. As always, please give the podcast a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, give it a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram. You should also check out the Six's um, film site, which this episode was inspired by, at thesixdocumentary.com. Now that's six spelled S-I-X. Or on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to keep a, a lookout for the release of the film. You'll get to see our small connection to Titanic. I hope you enjoyed this episode as we continue to explore our story.